everyone, and welcome to the downtime Halloween spooktacular. <laughs> Get ready to have the pants spooked off of you by me, your host, John Downey. And we are joined by no one. No one is here because, as you know, my sister Emily abandoned us and you should all be mad about it. And if you're not mad about it yet... You should be. Get, get fucking... Like... Who's that? Are you forgetting about someone? Huh, huh. Who is this? It is I, your co-host, Emily Dowdy, submitting what the from f- Africa. I'm not dead. What? God... When I when I said you were dead to me, I didn't know you'd be able to haunt. Yes, even though I'm not actually dead, I'm physically still alive on another continent. I am able to haunt people. You okay. think you can just you think you can just show up here and haunt me and my audience? You if anything, you owe us an apology if you want the right to come in here and haunt this show. I mean, It's my show, too. Am I still a ghost in this scenario? Because I'm tired. (laughs) God damn it, Emily. I'm not going to apologize either. Well, I had had a whole show planned out by by myself. How am I supposed to turn a monologue into a dialogue now? Like, even if even if I was cool with you with you ditching the show. And ditching me and ditching this country. Well, you know. How how are we supposed to go on today how, in, in this scenario? How about we just compromise and you do what you plan and I'll just interject enthusiastically. Or as enthusiastically as I can. What with the, uh, you know, the hoarseness that I have. Which I apologize for, audience. Our, our thousands of listeners. Does very sorry. You, like... That, does it, does, it, does the hoarseness happen when you travel through space and time? Yes. Through the, through the ether? This is what happens. As, I'm Emily, but form. I... This is the sad thing, because I didn't want to come back with a husky voice, because now some of our listeners are not going to believe this actually me, that I'm actually back. Now you just got a poor impersonation of Emily instead of well, the how real do, deal. How do I know that you aren't just You're... an impersonator? Would you Tell me something only Emily would know. Uh, how would you know it? <laughs> how would you know it's true? I was going to be like, oh, my foot's really itchy right now. <laughs> Is that something I've not shared with anyone? <laughs> A little gassy, to be honest. <laughs> Willing to say that on the air. That is something that Only Emily that, that Emily and few other people would say on the air to hundreds of thousands of people. That's true. That's true. So it must be me, right? So what do you what do you want? What do you you just want to I want my fucking show back, bro. I heard those episodes. You thought I wasn't listening, but I was. I was listening the whole time. And you fucking replaced me. And honestly, okay, here's the thing. I 
The problem was that I actually liked the episode where you re- replaced me with two girls, but I really didn't like the you part of that equation. Like, I really think that the three of us should do a podcast and then you should go do your own thing or something. Oh, you, Sarah and Ava? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They sound, I like, mean, you... they sound like swell, swell gals. No, they're they're good people and they're they're pretty funny. I, I, I liked. Very uh, they were, hard. It was a joy to have them on. Yeah, they were they were great. Those guys though were bringing back down the quality of our podcast. <laughs> Let me tell you why. I listened to that episode. This this is something you may not know. I listened to that episode uh, of the podcast with our mother. There's just me and mom. Listen, I, I told make- her. I wrote specifically in the description that she was not supposed to listen. Well, she doesn't read that. And so she listened to it with God me, it. and she commented, and I quote, it doesn't sound like any of these guys have ever had sex in their whole lives. <laughs> <laughs> uh, valid. Yeah, so it just sounds like a bunch of virginal milk boys milking up our podcast. Yeah, we, we, yeah, we lowered the sex factor a whole lot on our, on our 69th episode. Yeah, so so I had to come back, John, in to order sex to, the place to, up. <laughs> to reestablish control. The sexiness that once was. Yes, exactly. That's why I came with the husky voice, too. I'm just sexing it up, you know? <laughs> da, 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 da. <laughs> Sexy. <laughs> Okay, this is not this is not the sex episode. The sex episode was sixty nine, and you were not here for it. And I'm sorry. That sucks for you. Yeah. You missed out. This I, episode I is the the Halloween. It's the Halloween spooktacular. It's number seventy. The I guess the sec the second sexiest number. Uh, okay. All right. I don't have time besides, to tell you. Besides, like, how like wrong eight thousand. Yeah, eight, yeah, eight, eight, 80, eight, Sorry, no, 80,000. 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 85. 80,000 and 85. Yeah, absolutely. It's a very sexy number. It's the second sexiest number. 80, but this is the Halloween spooktacular, and we're here to spook the pants off of people and and talk to them and tell them and, and educate them on how to survive a night in a haunted mansion. Excellent. Have you ever seen Eddie Murphy's The Haunted Mansion movie? Unfortunately. <laughs> did you do that as research for this episode? Uh, no. I haven't I did seen not. that in a very long time. I think also Scooby-Doo, they ended up in some haunted mansions at some point. Also Futurama had a haunted mansion episode. Hogwarts is just a giant haunted castle. I feel like we're well equipped based on the media and it's prepared us for this. So what are the circumstances under which we are spending the night in this haunted mansion? Because why would you want to, right? I don't understand. You, the listener, have been catnapped. Catnapped? (laughs) Yes, are they cat? It's like it's like kidnapped, but you were taken while you were taking a nap. And wouldn't that be nap napped? <laughs> no, because the wordplay isn't as good. So you have to survive a night in a haunted mansion, which someone has stolen you away. Yes. 
So, your yeah, plot twist, it could have been a dream the whole, this whole time. It could, it might, here's the thing, it okay, might be so a dream. Okay, so you're asleep. You don't know. You're asleep. You All were All of a sudden, asleep. you wake up, and you're in a strange yes. place. You look yes. on the floor that you're lying on. It's it's a lux- luxurious carpet, and you're like, oh, this is nice. And you look, what's under the carpet? Flagstones. You look on the sides, it's stone. God, it's man. masonry. And then you look up, and there's a spot, there's a cobwebby chandelier that's uh, flickering with real candles, and the wax is falling onto your face. I'm creating a murder dungeon. <laughs> I just really, this is a sex dungeon that I've just transported us look, to. Look, this, this might be where you woke up, which, like, Murdery there's, sex dungeon. You, were, you were asleep. That that could be, that's, a, that's a portion. There's dripping that's a room onto your of... naked body. <laughs> there's, there's a room of the mansion that is a sex stingy, dungeon. But at the same time, it feels kind of good. And then okay. you look you look to the side and you find a robe and, and you stop being naked and you move along. And then there's a portrait with eyeballs that's still sexy. It's still... And it's following the robe you. Is, the, the portrait is sexy? What's sexy no. about the portrait? No, but it's watching you, you know? Yeah. So it depends. You might have. So here's the thing. Here's the, the way. The room is made of fine red silk. Here's the real way to survive a night in uh, in a haunted mansion. It, what do haunted mansions thrive on? What is what is haunted mansion fuel? Fear. If you're sexually aroused by everything happening in the haunted mansion, they have no power over you. You just have to be super into it the whole time. How do you survive a night in a haunted mansion? Just get into it. Play along. Just get super know? into it. Ooh. You hear like an if ooh. There's like ghosts. That's a ghost noise. <laughs> then you just ooh right back, man. Then you just say, ooh, ghosts turn me on. And then that'll that'll really shoo them away. Because you know what? You know what all ghosts are? Prudes. Yeah, dude. They Ghosts probably died all... in, a, in an early, more puritanical time, and they don't yeah. understand your weird, weird. Th- this is before Twilight, all right? People weren't turned, didn't used to be turned on by vampires and and werewolves. This is one way. Yeah. That that's get, that's one way get to get through a night is to get horny. <laughs> This is so <laughs> good. I'm so glad that this is like a return, my return to the podcast. Just make it's it very, sexy. It's, it's okay. It's okay so far. Okay, this is my uh, next thing. Okay. I don't know why I'm taking over right now. I can't even talk. <laughs> go, do what you gotta. Go to the kitchen. See what's up in there. You know? Find the kitchen. I'm always so curious because it's always hallways and bedrooms. Where's the kitchen? You know, the kitchen is the heart of the household. Well, the kitchen, the kitchen has, it's, it's like an industrial kitchen because this is a mansion. This is like a kitchen where there was a full staff of people that were hired to keep up a kitchen. So it's got, it's got like the line and it's got a ton of chef's knives and all of the, like all of these utensils and they all come to life. They're all flying at you. Okay. You know, I, I there's calmly, like plates flying across the room. This is like now, now a role playing situation, but I calmly walk over to the cabinet. I open it up. I grab some Kraft Mac. Okay. I start making craft macaroni. Here's the thing. 
Like, if you're assuming that the hauntedness of the house is coming from dead workers that used to work there, the second they see you making fucking food, they're going to be like, oh, she's one of us. She's just oh. a servant like us. Be like, uh, yes, yes, I am. I am. A fellow, a fellow chef. Exactly. And I'm going to make some craft Good to mac. meet you, my culinary friend. Exactly. And then I nom on some craft mac. Like, I don't know about you guys, but some mac and cheese always, always calms my nerves when I'm scared. You got it. Here's the thing. You got to offer it to them yeah you got to you got to let them in on the craft mac and cheese fun yeah, like who wants or, a bite that, that's and that's maybe that's they're dino two. shaped that's special they are dino shaped they're go. either dino shaped or spongebob shapes oh yes yes SpongeBob and shapes. that's that's the second that that's the second way to survive a night in a haunted mansion is to be hospitable yeah like not all of these people they've been they've been murdered gruesomely and and left to wander this giant mansion for all of eternity. Uh-huh. And like So just be when's chill. the last time when's the last time anyone's ever offered them a meal? You make them a hot meal, offer it to them. They might not they might not be able to to take part because of their their exactly. ghostly spirit, and what like if that, spirit what bodies. If that offends but they'll them. appreciate the gesture. I don't know. What if you just deeply insulted them? I read a little a little book called Harry Potter. I know for a fact that nearly headless Nick was always a little bit upset when people offered him food or ate with gusto in front of him because he could so, not enjoy it the same way. So that here's the what you gotta do. Children could. I have I have a perfect fix for this. All right. Here's what you do with ghosts who want to eat and can't. You and this is like for for people who are vegetarian for for moral reasons who just don't like killing animals this is going to be an issue but you got to find what this and maybe it doesn't even have to be an animal you just find some sort of living food and you got to kill it in the house because clearly there's some sort of curse on this house that makes anything that dies in it remain here in some sort of purgatory so you got to find like a nice a nice juicy pig and kill it in the okay, house. so how do you do that? So then, because... so then the pig gets to be a ghost, and then the ghost can kill the pig's ghost and eat it for, for sustenance. I have a question now about leaving this haunted house. Okay. Because there's so many haunted house movies, episodes of Scooby-Doo, things like this, mm -hmm. where you know things get too spooky. And I know we've given some really great solutions to the spookiness, but what if it, things just get too spooky? And of course, what do you do? You run for the door, right? You try the door, right. and even though it's unlocked, it's not opening. Or you open it and it blows closed. You know, you right. just or you open it and then you you run through it, thinking you're running outside, and you're really like running into a broom closet. Yes. So that's like trickier right. to deal with, right? Because that's obviously some sort of portal situation, a dimension right. problem. But I always think about the kind where it slams shut, you know? And you're just like, right. now what is the mechanism doing this? Because obviously it's ghosts, but are those same ghosts going to make windows unshatterable? You know? I always think you got so much heavy furniture around, fucking no one ever tries to break a window. Like maybe the same power is controlling the door and not controlling the windows. My fix, it's a, it's a really easy, it's a really easy uh, hack for that actually okay um if you're if you find yourself going through doors and you're you're winding up in rooms that that don't fit the floor plan 
when you, when you go through a door and you you wind up on another level or something that that means that your your wi-fi is all fucked up Mm. So you gotta. Th- here's the tricky part. You gotta find your way. Just keep on going through doors until you, gotta you get find to the router. You gotta get to the server. You gotta room. unplug, unplug the router, and plug it back. Unplug in. the router. It sucks because you gotta unplug it and wait like 30 seconds, and you always yeah. And then you have to call. And, and then it doesn't work. You gotta call the cable company. Seconds. Call and the maybe cable it's company. Comcast. And if it's Comcast, you're fucked. I'm yeah. sorry, but you're gonna <laughs> die in that house. You're gonna die and there. If it's, right. And if it's Verizon, like it's it's gonna cost you an arm and a leg, but yeah. I mean you're gonna get good internet. You'd be bankrupt, absolutely yeah. bankrupt. But they, you know, goddamn, do they? You know, they get their people out. But yeah, now these these houses are are designed very very specifically by by a team of a team of experts. But they're not they're not perfect. They're not mm-hmm. foolproof. They're not they're not they're not glitch proof. Is what I'm trying to say. I see. I see. <clears throat> yeah. Maybe so, you just need more RAM. I just taking a bite okay. around this little this little foray in what we're now assuming is dream world, but now who knows? Yeah. Either that or you know what nobody does in that scenario? Everyone keeps on pushing for it. No one turns around. When they're going through doors, they just keep going through doors. Yeah, no one they goes keep back. on going straight ahead. No one backs up. Why? Because they're uncurious Maybe assholes. That that's that might be the hidden the hidden key. Maybe. Maybe 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 the key to staying alive in these situations isn't still not losing your zest for life. You you're losing, you know, your you're finding rather your need for life or the urgency which with which, you know, you need to find in order to discover that your life could be taken away from you at any given point in time. But where's the mm-hmm. zest for life? Where's the curiosity? Humans, right. we evolved this way because we are inherently curious creatures. And our curiosity yeah. has taken us far. Why would you abandon that And what could possibly be your final moments? You know? Mm-hmm. Turn around. Look behind that spooky portrait. Try yeah. to smash a window. Obviously, you're gonna just 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 see what happens. Throw some spaghetti at the wall. See what sticks. Maybe literally throw spaghetti at throw the wall. Throw some literal spaghetti against yeah. the wall. Who knows? It could be your ticket and to that's, safety. That's another thing that I that you learn with, when you play enough video games is there's there's hidden walls all over. There's hidden doors all over the place. Hidden portals. If you just start throwing shit around, you're going to find that wooden hidden door real easy. And that's going to take you that's going to take you into the tunnel that leads you to that main that gamekeeper's room. Or just under the, the walls where of the, the master where the master mind is and he's he's in there and he's making new rooms for you to discover and be challenged with every every second. That's his job. He just stays there and creates new rooms. New so puzzles. So is he is he's like sort of an H.H. H. Holmes character? Like he just has a murder house? Or is he also trapped? Um, I think he's also trapped, but he's also sexually aroused by the fact. <laughs> so sort of like, yeah, sort of a little little column A, a little column B there. Right. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay. So you so- you got to try to get out of there. And you got to try to find him, but he's also sexually aroused by you trying to find him. So it's kind of a catch-22. <laughs> I want to catch him, though. <laughs> you, don't, you don't want him to get off on you finding him, but you also have to find him to get out. So it's really... Well, I thought he's sexually aroused by you being trapped. So no, maybe. he's sexually aroused by him being trapped. <laughs> Oh, no. Yeah. He's, it's, he's got some issues, but I'm not, boy, we're not here to, guy, wait, we're not here to kink shame people. How do you a guy like that to let you go then? You know what you gotta do? You gotta make him fall in love with you. <laughs> okay. In case you're ever trapped in a haunted mansion, just right. know that you probably in this situation are being watched. So... <laughs> Put on a little show, you know. <laughs> but you gotta, you gotta, you gotta know what he's into, and what he's into is uh, torture porn, I guess. Um, in, in this scenario, no, it's it's not torture just porn. Keep, it's just just keep bumping into the furniture. <laughs> Wait, just, why would bumping into the furniture help him out? He, like, he gets off on other people's pains. So just stub your toe. Oh, oh darn. No, oh, geez, no, 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 no. Oh, that's no, going to leave a bruise in the morning. <laughs> that's getting into, like, some Black Mirror Season 4 stuff, and I don't want to go there. Music. That's – you You need you need access to good music because what's always happening in these haunted houses? There is music playing, but it's creepy as shit. There's always some, out. like – yeah, there's always some like little. There's a little girl in the parlor. I knew you were gonna bring playing. up the little girl. Yeah, like, there's always a little girl. Yeah, it's either it's either a little like a group of children, a group of ghost children playing "Ring Around the Rosie" in in the middle of the parlor, or there's a piano with like an old timey like ragtime pianist. Okay, here's at the it, thing: if playing they're doing "Ring Around the Rosie," piano, if they're doing "Ring Around the Rosie." Like, just join in. Be like, join oh my in. god, I love this game. <laughs> we all do fall down. We all Ha-ha. fall down. <laughs> Let's do it again. It's your turn next, Susie. <laughs> yeah. Or you try, like, they they know that they're there to creep you out, so you, like, th- but they're just kids, you know? These they are just children we're talking half about. They the things I've seen. <laughs> they, they don't know what scary is. You, yeah. you need to figure out how to spook them. Indeed. And... What? Scary is getting a whole bunch of groceries and showing up at the grocery aisle and then realizing you've left your wallet at home only after they've scanned all of the items. Yep. That's true fear. That is. Hey, everyone. It's John Downey, the one that you're listening to on the show that he does. <clears throat> I was going to interject with a, some audio that I was going to try and play off as being recorded on the same day uh, as the rest of the episode, but I got sick and now I can't hide that from you because you're not idiots. Also, I love you. Anyway, I'm here to give you guys some amazing music from the wonderful Sammy Ray. She has sent along her song, Good Life, and I'm, I'm sure you will enjoy it. Please listen to Good Life by Sammy Ray and then go on Spotify and Give her, give her a listen. Listen to all of her music because it's all incredible. Now, I'm going to get out of here and take my sniffly self somewhere else. You guys, enjoy the music and enjoy the rest of the episode. I love you. Bye. 
Okay, so th this <clears throat> this house that you're in, this mansion you're in, what what's the story behind it? What are we? Are, is, Why is am it, I in the house and you get to be like this? This house that this house that Emily is in. This house that you, the audience, is in. 
Okay, I was like, oh. What is, what's the, is it built on an ancient burial ground? And those are the, it seems like the ghosts are the people who were in it before up until now. But that's only one I version of I like that idea because those house. are the people that were like, well, I mean, the ancient burial ground, obviously, there was wrongdoing in building the house. Mm-hmm. But then in this scenario, there's wrongdoing in, in the people that owned the house, right? Well, so, so far, sort of a... in, in that regard, pretty much all we've firmed up is that we've we've recreated the mansion from Beauty and the Beast. Except without the inanimate objects in the house coming to life. No, we did that with the with the Which kitchen. Which was whimsical and fun. No, I thought it was ghosts levitating them. That's not how I understood it. You thought the knives themselves yeah. hated us and wanted to I mean, kill but what's us. the what's the difference here? All the all the utensils in Beauty and the Beast were themselves people. So I mean that's that's semantics basically the difference between utensils who are transmogrified people or utensils that are being held up by ghost people. I just want to know because a, a lot of the time haunted houses and haunted mansions are just houses that were built on some sort of burial ground. Yeah, but I feel like that's been done before and we should shy away from it. Should be like a fancy spooky new thing. Okay. That is Somewhat like Beauty and the Beast, but is not Beauty and the Beast. Okay. So then... Also, I'm not a big Beauty and the Beast fan. That's for brown-haired girls. Brown-haired girls like Beauty and the Beast. So we want we want a haunted house that's specifically not for brown-haired girls. I think the Watcher <laughs> likes blonde girls. You said we were kidnapped. Yes. We got kidnapped and brought here. It means the Watcher has a type. We're just gonna call him the Watcher. I know we're probably violating someone's copyright, the, but let's yeah. be real. There's a lot of this horror nonsense going around. So he's horror. He's the horror. He's the game director, basically. But is he is he hired <laughs> by a higher power? Is he the final boss? Is this? Well, you said he was brought here, right? So there is a final boss. That's he true. He is, he is trapped. So the Watcher just gets off on it. So the the. The final boss, the main dude in this situation, or lady, uh, I don't think lady and dude are equivalent, but anyway, the the main person no. found this person who was the perfect mix of, like, evil genius and sexual deviant. <laughs> All great villains. <laughs> so what are, what's Look their... Look at Jafar, that guy was fucked up. <laughs> what's their deal? Were they... They were they were the master of the house. They owned the property and they they refused to let anyone leave. They hired these people to come in and they had them sign a really long terms of service contract that no one bothered to read and it actually it in reality signed their life away to where he was yes. legally allowed to keep them there. Or yeah, he so he or was she. like so, the but the steward of the house, or like the butler, mm-hmm. who catered. He was directly answered to the owner of the house, right? And right. he did all his bidding. Uh-huh. So he's like the psychic. He still sucks, you know. Right. But it's like you're still like doing your job technically, mm-hmm. but you're also a big <laughs> asshole, you know. Um, in Django. Yeah. 
Samuel L. Jackson's character in Django. Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah. yeah. Without the... I guess... We, yeah. Yeah. So that's... Samuel L. Jackson's character in Django... Matrix slaves stayed slaves. Right. And he stayed so, at So is that... Is that the guy who's in charge of this whole operation? Or you're saying that's just another character we we should have so, in the haunted house? In this situation, Leo is the baddest bad. Leo, and Leo's Samuel the top. Jackson is just a guy you gotta kill. Ah. Uh, Are we killing people now? Let's get to the killing. Well, look, you in in a normal haunted house situation, seducing. there's some killing that's gonna happen. And yes, the house. The house itself might be in your head, making you see things the way they aren't. And in reality, you end up killing what you thought was Samuel L. Jackson's character from Django Unchained, and it's really your cousin. That's, a, it's just I don't trust people that are too close to their cousins. Let's be real. Yeah, that's a good... Yeah, absolutely. People are like, oh my god, my cousin's my best friend. Fuck you. <laughs> no, they're not. You can kill them. It's fine. <laughs> Well, so then clearly it wouldn't be one of your cousins, Emily. It would be someone close to you. I have no one close to me. I'm a rogue. See, that's the third lesson. I don't know how we I'm... only got to three <laughs> lessons so far, but that's the third lesson of how to survive a haunted house. Be close, be to, close no to no one. Be close to no one. Make sure no one can get an emotional edge on you, even through yeah. your own psyche. Exactly. There is a brick wall between me and the rest of the world. I learn nothing. I learn nothing, and I see nothing, and I love nothing. So really, you get like if you're if except you're trying to survive a night in except the monkeys. But see, no, Emily, you've allowed them an in. You have to sever your ties with the monkeys. Honestly, if they hurt cow cow, I will, I don't know what I, <laughs> I don't know what I'll do. I'll definitely go on a murderous rampage. This is why go, we all okay, need to you know, start now. We all need to start burning bridges, I'll go cutting ties. On their asses, I will go on a murderous killing spree just to just for cow cow. So just that's, for one monkey. That's another thing. That's another another thing we need to add to this list is pick a weapon. Pick a weapon that is is a common occurrence in a haunted house. And get and get just so skilled with that. So anything that could be found in a in your typical game of Clue. Yeah, I mean, I don't think I don't really think you're gonna find that many wrenches. Oh, I'll find a fucking spammer, man. You'll probably you I'll might. Find it. I don't know where you'd find rope either. Candlesticks a good option. You're def gonna find candlesticks. Hundred and ten percent. There's gonna be candlesticks. Table leg. How about Is this? Is that table one of the leg. things from Clue? Yeah. Oh no, no, no. But if you detach the table leg, it's still got the nails. True. You to attach it to the table on the end, so it's like a club. Yeah. With all the nails sticking out. I, I'm making. I'm gonna make a lot of spooky references. There Adolescent was. Steve. There was a gun. In Clue, right? Is this a revolver? Oh, yeah. Just a revolver. So I had to take a, a sip of this ridiculous beer. That Kit left me. It is black as the night, and it's, like, really thick, and I'm not used to it. It's an imperial stout, and tastes like liquor. But also, it's like drinking warm milk on a summer day, so... Another way to get through a haunted house. You can't be drunk. Being... I feel like being drunk, doing anything, like, really... Like... Partying, enjoying yourself in that way, 
We've already we've already discussed that like what if you're just joining like joining in on in? joining in on the fun that the ghosts are having. That's a good way to diffuse it. Being sexually aroused by the things that the ghosts are doing. That's a good way to diffuse it. But Definitely. trying to enjoy yourself outside of their actions. That's only going to make them mad, and they're, it's going to make them come for you. So I don't feel like alcohol. I don't feel like you taking in alcohol could could help the situation. But this is a haunted mansion. Right. Like, how dope is their wine cellar going to be? Probably pretty dope. Yeah, man. If you want me to go in there and not crack a couple of bottles of fine Chianti, you've got another thing coming because that shit, you know, it shelves well. It doesn't matter if it's 50 years old. It'll still be good because it's got some tannin to it. That's a nice preservative. It's still got some grip. doesn't turn to fucking vinegar. You know, but I'm gonna pop that bad boy open. So that goes back to one of our one of our first points was be hospitable. You got to offer, you got to offer to share. You're the only one that's you able pour to. Some out for the homies. Got to pour some out for the homies. That is how you get them drunk, and that's how you're gonna ultimately get out of here. Okay, but what about this watcher, a watcher man? Do you bring a bottle to him? Do you light some candles? Do you go? Would you like to have a drink with me? Sir, as I have well, just well, turned here's, the here's the thing. you, and I'm now hosting you. He is... And toasting you. He... I was about to say he or she, but it's definitely a he. Oh, it's definitely, definitely he. He's throwing these things at you. You have to, you have to diffuse the situations being handed to you before you can get to him. We're not there yet. We have to find a way to get past all these ghosties that he's throwing at us. And the way is to get them super wasted. You have to go yep. and you have to find that wine cellar. And you have to you have to savor Get them wasted with some fine spirits. Yes. Yes. Spirits. <laughs> you pour out a whole bottle. Because little, little do you know, whenever you pour one out for the homies, whenever they do that, they're actually... Re- being freed they're, and sent they're to actually heaven. receiving it oh a few people thinking, like, few people we know free that them. we send them to the light their spirit is receiving the booze you pour out some some liquor for the ghosties they're getting all drunk on it they're oh but here's the thing when you they only receive it if you say their name so like you you pour you pour one out for for your buddy for your buddy Jose. He was a good friend of yours. He was a good dude. And he he bit the dust. And you you say I'm going to pour one out for Jose cuz he was a good dude. Jose's getting it, but he wouldn't get it if you just said I'm pouring one out for the homies. So what you have to do is you have to get really invested in these ghosts' lives. You have to find out who they are, what they're what they're about. So you can pour one out for them, and they'll they'll want they'll want to tell you they'll want to be in on it because they want to get that that sweet that sweet booze. Then once you've got them all liquored up, they're gonna t- they're gonna take you right to that game master. Right to it. They're gonna give him lead up. the way. They're gonna disable all the portals. Mm-hmm. You're gonna walk into it, and you're gonna have saved the finest bottle for him. Yep. And you'll be like, listen here, you sexy man. I'm going to light some candles. 
Let pop this bad boy open. And we're just going to sit. We're going to enjoy ourselves. And nothing else that's weird is going to happen here. Right. But here's the, here's the thing. Maybe clear. And then you go, I just want to be friends. No, no, no. Here's what you do. Here's what you do. You're, you're whining and dining this game master. He's got... He's got a couple drinks in him. He's he's all he's he's got a belly full of sfagliatelle. You made sfagliatelle for him? Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So, you know, it's a very involved process. Exactly. I know. Yeah, it's nice lobster tails. Yeah. Delicious. So he's he's all he's got a belly full of sfagliatelle and and a belly full <laughs> of of cabernet sauvignon. Then once he's warming up to you cuz this isn't his speed at all. He's, he's into watching people from afar, and that's that's what he's about. So this is a very weird situation for him. But as we said, he's into being locked up. He's into this whole this surveillance thing. So what you do is you pull out the GoPro that you've had this whole time, and you set it up oh, right behind yeah. you, and then you show him on your phone that you can see his every move. That's how you seal the deal. You show him... That you've been watching the whole time. You're watching him. Yeah, exactly. And then he's found a soulmate in you because you're both yeah. watching. Oh, you're voyeuristic fucks. Exactly. And then both of you. Then while he's just sitting it. in euphoria, you sneak on out. Break his heart. You break his heart. Yep. You leave. Yeah, I love it. Now, big boss, big boss man. Big boss man is going. He's he's gonna come after you, but here's the thing: you've left the premises, so he he's gonna have to come to your home turf. So you get to to decide where home turf is. Oh, because he's gotta finish the fucking job. He's gotta finish the job. Yeah. So he thinks he can just roll up on you on your home turf, which is Ethiopia. Ethiopia. He thinks he can just stroll on over to Africa. And hang out with you and the monkeys. He's he's gonna try to roll up on you and say, oh, no. "Hey, you!" No, I brought him straight to the monkeys. You brought him straight to the monkeys, which was your, oh, no. which was your shortcoming, thinking that this was a good place, but in reality, it was because secretly you were letting on that you had a deep connection to these monkeys, but little does he know, you don't give a fuck about those monkeys. Yeah, I don't give a shit about the monkeys. I don't care. It doesn't matter that, uh, you know, Cow Cow and Kesha and Vader put them in danger. I don't care. I don't care about them. Just stupid monkeys. He gives you an ultimatum. You either put a bullet through Cow Cow's head <laughs> or he puts a bullet in yours. Oh, yeah. Cow Cow's fucking dead. I'd step you, on cow cow. You don't even you don't even think about it. That trigger is pulled. That monkey's dead, and then you throw iron. Is it iron that fucks up ghosts? Is he a ghost? I thought he was corporeal, but maybe not. We'll go with iron or silver. It kills most bad things. Yeah. I throw a silver cross, silver crucifix that was given to me on my confirmation because, yes, I had one. No, not confirmation. The the other one. First Holy Communion. Definitely had one of those. Yep. Throw that at him. He's searing searing in pain from from the the burning of Christ 
against his unholy being. Sure. And then you put a silver bullet through his brain. And then once once he's taken care of and they're about to roll credits, you look down and Cow Cow is fine. Yeah. Cow Cow is playing along. It was a blank. It was a blank. It was a blank the whole time. I knew. I knew yep. it wasn't hurting Cow Cow. It would never hurt Cow Cow. I love that bitch. Right. So I was trying to touch my shoes. <laughs> <laughs> She's just so curious. <laughs> yeah, that's why I love her. The natural curiosity. Yeah. And she's and she's into thwarting the plans of evil mansion owners. Oh, she would definitely fight crime with me for sure. Fight crime with me. So that's that's how you that's how you survive a night in uh, in a, in haunted, a haunted house. Mansion. All this whole thing happened in twelve hours. Amazing. I hope fucking any of that was like made any amount of sense. I have no idea, honestly. I'm out of the game. Been out of the game for some time now. I'm happy to be back. Thank you for accepting me back into the uh, fold. Mm, I mean, I'm back forever now. Yeah, I don't. Except look, not. there's a. Uh, I need some time to heal, Emily. You've uh, you've you've cut deep to me in into my heart and in the into the heart of our audience, and we need some like this is. This is one thing. It's like it's like just being broken up with, uh, like a, maybe a week before, and you show up to the party the next week thinking like, okay, I'm I'm ready. I can fuck. I don't I don't need to be. I don't need to stay home and not socialize with my friends. I'm just gonna go. I'm not gonna be affected by this. And then they're there, and you just you like act. You act strong in front of everybody, but they're still there, and it still hurts. Like this. You is, always have to act strong. This is by that. the way, always act strong. This is that. Always act we're, like it's we're cool. still we're still hurt. We're gonna need to come to terms with you leaving us, and then later we'll be able to forgive and bring you back. But that time, that time is not now. Are you saying I'm not allowed back on my own my own show? Yes. It's downtime with John and Emily. And bitch. who comes first? John does every time. We said it was alphabetical. Wait, that doesn't even make sense. <laughs> Did you see? Is that no? It just sounded better. No, we picked it because it sounded better. Yeah. Anyway, that's that's it. Sorry, I thought you managed to trick me about the alphabet for a little bit. (laughs) Thank you for listening. We hope we didn't spook you too bad. Cause sorry if it was super spooky. Yeah. Which we know it was. So spooky. A few a few thanks. Thanks to Ethan Gustafson for the use of his music as our intro and outro theme. Uh, you can find more from Ethan at ethangustafson.com. Thank you to Natalie Spitzel for the use of her artwork as our cover art. You can find more from Natalie at nataliespitzel.com. And both of those links are always in the description on our website, wherever you find our episodes. They'll, they'll always be there, so you can go right there. Thank you to Audible for sponsoring downtime you can start your free 30-day trial to audible's audiobook service at audibletrial.com downtime get yourself some books get some knowledge find some uh we we had we had a suggestion last week from jorge vargas for for some stephen king novels that's a good that's a good way to get into the into the halloween mood spook yourself out with some stephen king thank you 
to Audible. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash downtime for your free 30 days. Thank you very much for having me back, John. Thank you much to our, uh, very much to our listeners for being understanding about uh, my current situation, not having Wi-Fi. I have not had Wi-Fi for six months, and so it's very exciting to, to get to be on my own show again. Super great. Thank you so much for listening. My name is Emily Downey. And I'm John Downey. Al Roker? I will spook you! Yeah.